Welcome to Breakthrough with Brig, the podcast that teaches high-achieving Black women how to use thought work to break through barriers, get out of their own way, and become their best self in the most loving and sustainable way. Y'all ready? Let's dig in. podcast is sponsored by Brick Johnson Coaching. Hey, I have some exciting news for all of my high achieving women out there. That's right. I get the emails and DMs from you guys saying you wish you were my target market. I understand. We need great allies too. And we need allies with well-managed minds. Well, I've listened. So this offer is for you too, because it's a one-on-one offer. So if you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, you're a woman of color or not, or an ally. If you're tired of feeling like you can't do more, I'm here to help. My one-on-one six-month coaching program is designed specifically for you. Together, we will work on strategies to help you manage your stress and help you achieve your goals. Because women quitting on their dreams is just not an option. And this is what my six-month program can do for you. Instead of time management, we will uncover why you manage your time the way you are so that you can prioritize self-care, giving you more time to do the things you love. Are you struggling with imposter syndrome? Are you anxious with a chaotic mind? I get it. We target the root causes of imposter syndrome helping you gain the confidence and self-assurance to pursue your goals and succeed in your career and your personal life? Do you struggle with communication issues, difficulty expressing yourself effectively or asserting your needs professionally or personally? You'll learn to cultivate a positive relationship with yourself. We'll work on the why this issue is for you, why this is happening, helping you resolve the inner conflict so that you can easily take care of the external conflict with others. When it comes to communicating your needs, you don't need another communication class on how to resolve clients' issues. Once you uncover your hidden conditioning, you will have the skills to build stronger, more productive relationship with colleagues, clients, and ultimately leading to greater success and growth in your business and personal life. Listen, if you're a high-level woman ready to cultivate more meaningful and fulfilling relationships, both with yourself and others, and you take your business and professional growth seriously and you want to take it to the next level, you and your relationship with you and your brain is your greatest asset. My coaching program is perfect for you. You don't have to continue putting others first and neglecting your own needs and desires in the process. Because remember, you are your greatest asset. Let's work together to create a life that you enjoy of connection and success. If this interests you, reach out, book a breakthrough call at brickjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Again, brigjohnson.com forward slash breakthrough. Look forward to talking to you. Hey guys, 
How you doing? Welcome to the Breakthrough with Brig podcast, where we talk about all things Black, female, success, and all the stuff that's in the way. It's the podcast where we talk about how we can have success, live our dream lives without sacrificing our personal relationships, our family relationships, or the integrity of the relationship with ourselves. And I'm your host, Brig Johnson. <laughs> okay, so a warning right now. I am in my moo. Whenever I'm in my moo, that means I just got up from my own individual self-coaching. And there's a little more spice in my voice and in my attitude. Because I'm kind of like, I thought about it so much that I'm like, no, I have to record it now. So no makeup on. Okay. I have brushed my teeth and I have washed and moisturized my face. Side note, if you guys know a black owned skincare company that is really good, let me know. Hit me up in the DMs and send me a link. I would love to support because I love a good, well moisturized face. <laughs> oil based, believe it or not, oil based. So hit me up so I can support and tell me why you love it, right? And follow me on Instagram, Johnson Brig on Instagram, or you can come to my Facebook page, which is Brig Johnson. Anyway, I digress. I just wanted to say like far warning, whenever I come straight, I'm going to be a little spicy. So today, the spice episode 139 is all about, have we pathologized people pleasing? Have we made it a pathology, right? Like, I've been paying attention and like listening to my clients and when I'm talking to them and like coaching and everyone is talking about like, oh, I'm a people pleaser. Listen, people pleasing is not an identity. Okay, I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. People pleasing is not an identity. Like there is nothing wrong with people pleasing. It is a neurobiological thing that we and all, I'm going to say it again, all mammals do. And guess what we are as humans? We're mammals. It's not a pathology. It is designed. It is in our nervous system. So of course, there are times when you're going to people please. The thing that we have that most mammals don't is we have a little bit more prefrontal cortex that we can decide instead of it just being instinctual, we can decide when to use it and when not. But it is a basic instinct, just like fighting, just like flighting, just like freezing. People pleasing is called fawning. There's no pathology to it. So I think when we identify as I am a people pleaser, listen, anything, anytime, be careful when you say I am, because the thing that comes after that is what you are because you identifying as it, as this is something that I do instinctually because my nervous system, that's just the way I was wired. 
So we don't have to shame ourselves because there was an instance where I go to people pleasing. Of course you do. It's in your DNA. It's one of the four F's, right? Like it is nothing to shame ourselves about. And here's the deal. I think when we approach it from, it's something to be shameful because it has been pathologized to it's a sign of weakness. Listen, people-pleasing can also be very much a sign of strength. There's a reason why evolutionary, we've done that. Probably be a sign of strength also. Let me explain. There are times when if you are underpowered and you don't have the power, where people pleasing was definitely needed in order for you to survive. That's not weakness, that's strength, using it for you. Now, I know I am not saying it is okay to people please either. No, that is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is evolutionary wise, like I have dogs. I watch my dogs, people please, when I introduce another dog to it, to the brood, because right now I have two and my youngest daughter has two. So whenever we get all four together, there is going to be some fawning. One dog is going to be dominant and one dog is going to fawn. That is just biology. Now, am I saying that it is okay that we as Black women fawn or women fawn and we've been trained to fawn? No, I am not saying that at all. I am not giving us license to people, please. But what I am saying is if we want to stop people pleasing and use it for us, if you even want to, right, if we want to stop people pleasing, then we can't shame ourselves into doing it. We can't pathologize our way out of it. Because think about it. When we shame ourselves for people pleasing, then actually we move out of prefrontal cortex and into the part that people pleases, which is the lower brain, which is the thing we have in common with the dogs and everybody else. So want to stop people pleasing, pathologizing it is not the way. I'm a people pleaser as if it's a sign of weakness. Listen, it's just what our brain does when it's thinking someone has more power than me. I'm either going to fight. I'm going to flee. I'm going to freeze and play dead or I'm going to fawn. Now, with our prefrontal cortex, if we're like, yep, that's just what my brain does with our prefrontal cortex, then we get to decide, is this a situation when I want to use one of those four things, right? And what I want to do is how do you know when you are pathologizing your people-pleasing? Whenever you look at a situation and you're like, people-pleasing is the death, when you're like, I don't want to people-please. Just notice the energy because like whatever we resist persist. So if you're making decisions like I don't want to people please with that energy, not mm, sometimes I people please and that may or may not serve me. Let me look at this. That's an energy of curiosity. 
But when you're doing it from, I don't want to people please, like I'm shameful, like disgust that I do this. I think that's the thing that's going to make us continue to people please. Think of the energy which we're trying to solve it as if it's the plague. I see this a lot in business when I'm coaching my business people, right? Because they're like, I don't want to people please my clients. And we can just say like taking care of our clients doesn't necessarily have to be people pleasing. We pathologize it so much that it's like, if I give them more, maybe I'm like, that's people pleasing as opposed to that could just be being a good CEO and taking care of our clients. And like what we do, we get to decide what it is. People pleasing isn't like I do this, 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 and this equals people pleasing. We think there is a formula to people-pleasing. And if I do this, this, it's people-pleasing. It could be you doing this, this, and it is okay. I'm not people-pleasing. I'm deciding that this is how I want to show up for my business, for my clients, for my customers, for my job, for my boss. But you're doing it in authority. So people-pleasing is actually how we think about what we do. What? People-pleasing is how we think about what we do without awareness. Like when we're just doing stuff from our innate lower brain because someone else has power over us, we think, we think, then that could be the response of fawning. But if we go into our prefrontal cortex, we can do the exact same thing and it wouldn't be considered people-pleasing because it would be designed. It would be with awareness. It would be, I'm doing this for this reason. I hope that makes sense. Let me know, right? I really do. So what I want to say is like, if we take the shame away, in this resistance of it, because when we're resisting something, we actually are anchored to it. It's just going to persist even more, right? It's like, try not to be like your mother. Guess what you're going to be? Like your mother. I promise you. <laughs> totally promise you. So what I do with my clients and what I want to offer you is I teach my clients the four-hour method in my coaching. We reveal, we rewire, we reimagine, and then we reinvent. So for this, how would this work with this for our method? How would this work with people pleasing? I want us to reveal what are all the thoughts? Like, why am I thinking they have much power? Why is it that I'm going like getting curious? That's where you would reveal to yourself. You would just like ask yourself so many questions of like, is this people pleasing? Is this not? Am I deciding to do this? Why am I going into this? What am I afraid of? Like you just reveal everything. You ask yourself so many questions, right? And then you rewire. And the first step of rewiring is, of course, I'm people pleasing. We take the pathology away from it, right? And when we do that now, it's like, what do I need to think? And I take my clients through a process of rewiring using the tools that I teach and they use for that purpose of rewiring. How do we rewire, right? And that's important to rewire so that there is 
not a temporary, but a permanent or semi-permanent, at least because we may always have that tendency, but we will have more awareness of it. So we spend time rewiring. And then the next thing we do is reimagine, like, how would I show up without that thought? If I didn't believe whatever the empowering or disempowering thought was, how would I show up? Would it be people-pleasing? How would I solve it with the reimagine? Like, what would it be like? What would the impact be without that? So for people-pleasing, like, if I didn't consider myself a people-pleaser, right, If I didn't think, oh, this is a bad thing that I people please, what would be the impact of that when I saw I was people pleasing? That would be how you reimagine. And you spend time really reimagining what your life would be like, future tensing. What's the impact of doing this? What's the impact? Sometimes when I'm coaching my clients, I'll ask them like 10 years from now, what is that going to look like so that you can reimagine the impact? And if you don't like that impact, then maybe we don't do it, right? Like it's just another part of the self-coaching or the rewiring process or the four-hour process, right? And then the fourth thing is we reinvent. And when we reinvent, it's like I implement the new way of being that I want to do. And I teach principles on how we implement, how we reinvent ourselves through like principles that I show and tools that I show with my clients on how to do that. So you can think of this as like, how can I support myself in this change? What do I need to do? What things do I need to do? And of course, I have tools that I help my clients in that. But for you, if you're doing this, and you're on this stage, it's like how, like once I reimagine it and then I decided how it would feel, what would be the impact of that? So now I have fuel because we always need fuel for change and we fuel it through our emotions. That's why we spend time reimagining because the reimagining, if you do it correctly, you would feel like you would feel lighter. You would feel compassion. You would feel a different energy. And once you get there, Now, with that new energy, you go into reinvent. It's really important that you do these four R's in the right pathway, because if you try to reinvent in an energy of shame, then you're just going to (laughs) reinvent something that continues the shame process or something that drags you down. But once you reinvent with an energy of like this impact, that's why we reimagine first. And I really want you to spend time feeling what it would feel like and then use that feeling, naming it, figuring it out to implement. What would it look like? How would I show up? Who would I be? And then reinvent yourself on that, creating a completely different neural pathway. That's the four R's. So I wanted to show you the four R's in a way that is helpful, how I would do it if you were working one-on-one. This is a process that I do with my clients. Sometimes they don't even know I'm doing it, but I do. And I teach you how to do this process for yourself if this is something you want to do. But listen, let's stop pathologizing people-pleasing, right? Let's stop shaming ourselves for people-pleasing. Of course we do. It's kind of like imposter syndrome. Of course you have imposter syndrome. It's the soup that we swam in. 
for years as black women, the way we survived, the way we maneuvered was to people please. And we knew how to people please everybody. And it was a strength. It was a survival tactic. It wasn't a weakness. So how dare us shame ourselves for something that served us for so long and shame ourselves when we go back to that? No, ma'am. There's no room for shaming ourselves on our way to Epic. Use the four-hour method whenever you find yourself doing something that you want to change. Reveal all of the thoughts. Spend time. Rewire. Like starting with, of course, compassion and then rewire. I teach you the tools how to do this. I teach my clients how to do this, but use your method of rewiring, whatever your method is of rewiring your brain, right? Reimagine, really spend time doing this because (laughs) you need the energy so that you can reinvent with the energy of what you want. So what you reinvent is sustainable because when we reinvent in shame, it's usually all and then we go to nothing, right? I may do another podcast on the four R's and I may take literally a podcast for each of the four R's in that method so that you guys can really see how this works. If you want to work one-on-one with me, you're a high-level woman and you're wanting high-level coaching, I am your girl. I have spots available and I want to concentrate, help you create success without sacrifice. We know how to create success with sacrifice. There's a difference where we are now to create success, even more success without sacrifice. And that's a gift I want you to learn to give to yourself. It's a completely different skill set. And I want to show you how to do this. Book a one-on-one call with me. Link is in the bio. Go to brickjohnson.com. You can see it. Scroll down on my page and book a breakthrough sales call. I will tell you exactly where you are, where I see you are, what's in the way, and what you need to do to move yourself forward and how my program, my coaching will help you. So you go into the program fully aware and with clarity right? So good. All right, guys, you are not a people pleaser. Stop identifying as one. Please, please stop that. Please stop that shit. I am. No, whatever we say after I am, and there's no, I'm a recovering people pleaser. No, people pleasing is in our DNA. Dogs do it. Cats do it. It is a mammalian trait. Yes, I'm using the big word. It's in our DNA. You can't stop doing it if you wanted to. But what we can do it is use it in a way that serves us, right? We don't have to shame ourselves for using. It's almost as if you're like, oh my God, I breathe every 14 minutes, 14 times a minute. That's how people please, like literally, oh my God, right? I blink. Yes, it's at that level. (laughs) Well, a little bit above that level. It's like, oh my God, when I see a snake, I jump. That's it. Of course you do. That's the flea. 
right? So of course you do. When I feel empowered, I may people please. Disempowered, I may people please. So now it's like we get to tell our brain with our prefrontal cortex, actually, we're not disempowered. That's the level at which we stop the people pleasing, not shaming ourselves for it and identifying it and pathologizing it, however you say that word. I hope this helped. Moo moo and all. (laughs) Thank you. And hey, if this podcast resonated with you, hit me up in my DMs at Johnson Brig on Instagram or send me an email at brig at brigjohnson.com. Love to answer any questions you have about my one-on-one coaching container and talk to you guys later because right now I'm rambling. Let me get back to work. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. (laughs) That's Deeply Rooted. You can register for the wait list at brickjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.